Coming up on this week's episode of Don't Panic, we begin by talking about Colby's vacation to Hawaii and the tragic end of Dan. We also talk about the tech news, including Amazon's potential meal delivery service, the end of Jawbone, and new emojis. They're all coming up now on a brand new Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic, episode number 168, recorded July 17th, 2017. You be the chef. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, uh, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by the man from uh, from the Pacific Rim. No, not mm. quite. Close. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Colby Rabideau-ish. Yeah. Ish. From the Pacific. Yeah. Yes. I'm coming to you basically from the Pacific. I've been on this side of, this side of the country for, like, 24 hours. <laughs> we had to grab him as soon as he got back. Um, cause you were in Hawaii last week, Colby. Very exciting. Indeed. Yeah. I was there, I was there with Dan, but Dan fell in a volcano. So he's gone now. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. Rest <laughs> in peace. Dan Miller yeah. died <laughs> like won't he lived. Li- won't be seeing any more of him on the show. <laughs> nope. He died like he lived falling into a volcano. Um, <laughs> sad news, but, um, uh, but no, that's exciting. Like, did, yep. did you see any interesting technology while you were out? What, what's, what's the tech scene like in Hawaii? Uh, mm, often my cell phone didn't work. Um, bad reception. Yep. Not so not super great. Uh, they, they actually had really interesting like traffic patterns, like traffic patterns that I've never quite seen anywhere else. Like on the highway and stuff they had, they made like judicious use of the solid white line to like stop you from merging at certain times. That's smart. Um, and it seemed to work out pretty well when people followed the white lines. Uh, so that that was interesting. That is that's technology, right? Uh, I don't know. Like the hotel we stayed at had an app. I didn't download it. Uh, Dan said Dan downloaded. It. He said it was like a web view. So oh, well. <laughs> technology. Optimistic to to categorize that that way. Um, I'd never been to a place before where there are like bars on the beach. Like it's like bar edge of the bar sand, like to the water. And so what we did was we go to the beach and then like wait until we got hot, like go in the water and then get our stuff and go drink. And then once we were done drinking, we go back to the beach, like rinse and repeat. It was yeah. really, really delightful. Um, so like, I don't know. I feel like we need some, I need more of that in my life. Cause it really, it really improves the beach. Like most of the beaches, the beach time I've spent is like, uh, like state park beach where like maybe there's a concession stand that's open to like two in the afternoon. Um, and they certainly don't have alcohol. Uh, so that was, that was great. But the real question is, did you at any point, I guess it depends on where you stay. Did you at any point cut out the middleman in your great bar equation and just do the bar that's in the swimming pool? Did they have one of those? Cause I feel like then you're just completely cutting out the beach and you just go straight to <laughs> right, drinking right. in the water. So, uh, the place we stayed at, well, so, so we were on, the island Oahu where Honolulu is there. We stayed in an Airbnb. So it was just like in a condo building. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just like used other bars 
that weren't at the place we were staying at. Makes sense. Um, the the place we stayed at on the next island, Kauai, was uh, it had a pool bar. It wasn't like in the pool. The bar was next to the pool. But they had like all the tables around the pool had these little pager things. So like flight attendant style, you could like press press the button and they would come bring you whatever, whatever, uh, like twenty dollar cocktail you desired. Mm, I bet. Um, which was fine because for with whatever package, we got some like three hundred dollar food credit to the to the hotel or something. Wow. So, it, it it the bill at the end was like much less than we were expecting it to be. Well, it's although I don't know. Is it the slow? I wonder when the slow season is. It was slow there. Like there was no, there were not a lot of people there, and we overheard the staff talking about how there were not a lot of people there several times. Nice, so good it time seemed, to be it there. It seemed remarkable. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was fun. It it feels like I was gone for longer than a week, which is nice. But I only had a week's worth of emails when I came back, so that was also nice. It was really, really. You, you use the uh, time space continuum to your advantage. Right. Right. I also feel like I've been awake for three days, so you know. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah, because what's the time zone difference with Hawaii these days? It's six hours earlier than mm, here. Okay, opposite London. Right. So it's it's right now. It is uh, four p.m. there. Gotcha. Uh, which was it was easy enough to go out there because it was just like you stayed up late and then it was like nine o'clock and you went to bed. Um, but like coming back has been weird. At least for me so far. Like, this morning, I was pretty delirious. I bet. But see, now you're all hyped up and you're ready to go because it's right. party right. time. It's like the afternoon. <laughs> oh, super duper. Well, good. Well, I'm glad. It's good to have you back, but glad you had a had a nice time. Uh, too bad about Dan, but... Yep, yep. You know, we'll see him again. Thankfully, in, in, there were no witnesses, which worried. is a little suspicious, but, you know... Right, and and right. is it true you're inheriting all his wealth as well? Is that he wrote you <laughs> yeah, into the will? He, he, he just the last like, minute? told me he, right before he died that he was uh, writing me into his will. Mm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Makes perfect Coincidence, sense. Coincidence, right? Yeah. Uh, on the off chance that Dan's mom is watching, he is he did not, in fact, <laughs> fall into a volcano. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. <laughs> he, he he is, in fact, in Providence starting his, his new job. Yes, which congratulations. I don't know if he's watching. He might actually be watching. Um, cause I don't think he had plans. So if Dan is Dan, actually, if you want, you can call into the phone number. You don't have to join us for the whole show. Uh, 508-644-TECH. You can call into the number, oh but, God. um, congratulations so to use Dan. the phone number. I, it just renewed for, I keep forgetting to cancel it. It just renewed for another <laughs> month. So we might as well, someone should call it. Nice. Um, nice. and why not Dan? But no, that's, that's congratulations to Dan and Dan will hopefully be back next week with more. I have a follow up on something. I think we've talked about a little on the show, the continuing implosion of my iPhone. This is relatively tech related. (laughs) So long-time viewers may remember that uh, my iPhone 6, which is going on three years old, um, has seen a lot in its days. I dropped it and cracked the screen. So I said, oh, it's easy. You just go on iFixit and you buy a new screen and you swap it. Turns out they're the pros and I'm not. So things started breaking on the phone. First, the screen randomly shuts off for no reason. Then the front-facing camera broke. Then the charging port, you have to, like, get the lightning cable in there just right for it to work. And if you jiggle the phone at all, it stops charging. Um, And now it vibrates for no reason. Like, it's getting an alert, but it doesn't get an alert. 
See, I always, I've always suspected that my iPhone did that anyways, like when it was functioning correctly, um, just to like get you to look at it. Oh, right? up, up, your, up your usage time. Yeah. Buy mm-hmm. more apps. Very suspicious Apple. Yeah. You know that if Facebook could do that, they would absolutely do that. Oh man. They, they, they are, they have got me in a corner with those stupid badge icons, mm. or the, the notification icons on the app icon. Yep. I, I fall for all you have to do is pull a one there and I'm going to open your app regardless of whether or not I want to open it. And they yep. know it and they know. It. And it's always like, you know, oh, you're you got four new viewers on the don't panic Facebook page. God and I'm like, <laughs> I don't need to know that Facebook. <laughs> you suckered me again. I use the mobile web app. So there's no uh, no 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 badges on that one. That's a very good idea. I probably mm-hmm. should do that. Um, although now I'm Facebooking professionally as a job, so uh, I kind of need some of the features the app provides. God, right. I can't believe I can't believe I'm paid to write fucking posts for Instagram. <laughs> also, go follow OMG Roofing on Instagram, on Instagram. and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, I kind of want to actually. Just you Instagram. can. I write. I write. I I write all that. So. Oh my god. Is it oh just OMG roofing? Yes, that's Oh the yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah. And if you if you like it and you follow, um, I get credit from I literally have to produce a report that says how many new followers I got. So you should everyone should go follow it because then you're helping me with my job. And I, I don't have to tell them you know nothing or are unrelated to roofing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's great. <laughs> they just care about the number. It's fantastic. Actually, I think the OMG account follows you, Colby. I think I followed you back on Twitter. <laughs> Do they? Because nice. it came, you came up with my recommendations. You're like, you should follow Colby Rabidou because I think I followed the OMG anyway. The algorithm, I'm like, okay, click. Uh, all right, sure, he has <laughs> nice things to say. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, gosh, anything else of note? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about what I feel like is our top story tonight. Oh, uh, top story. Yeah, do, 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 I, have a, do, do. I have a top story, related top story. This just in. Actually, I don't know. What is our top story this week? Oh, I assumed it was the one you said in the title or you were teasing in the title. Oh, I just thought that was you be the sh- you. You be the chef. <laughs> you, I'm not I want to be the chef. You be the chef. What is it? We do the prep. You be the chef. God, that's cheesy. Um, you yeah. be chef. Let's talk. We have a lot of, you know, over the last like three days, a, a ton of Amazon stuff. It's not even all in the rundown. They've been just like mm. proposing stuff like crazy. And we'll start with this one, which uh, put up on the screen here for the folks watching the video version. Um, Amazon could be planning a meal kit service to rival Blue Apron. So Amazon filed for a trademark back on July 6th for a service described with the following. So they, they tried to trademark the following slogan. We do the prep. You be the chef. Um, the application describes a service similar to other meal prep services. Same customers will be provided with prepared, prepared food kits ready for cooking. I can't talk today. Um, the trademark application says the meal kits will be frozen, prepared, and packaged kits that contain everything from meat to seafood to vegetables and seasoning, but will consist primarily of grains, rice, noodles, pasta, or bakery products. It also mentions a loyalty rewards program consisting of points and coupons that can be issued to frequent users. Nice. That is all we know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in in related Colby news, uh, a while ago I switched to plated from Blue Apron mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted to do two meals a week instead of three, 
and uh, quickly discovered that, at least in my opinion, plated food is strictly worse than Blue, Blue Apron. Like, I can't quite say why. Like, the, the recipes sound good. They just, like – I mean, they didn't taste bad, but they were – I don't know. I thought they were pretty unremarkable. Um, and so, so it, it, like, literally an hour after I switched – uh, Blue Apron announced that they were like changing all their options so you could do two meals a week now. So so I ended up switching back to Blue Apron. Uh, I haven't gotten a, a two two meal Blue Apron yet. It's supposed to come tomorrow. Um, but it was it was so timely. Also, I didn't realize that Blue Apron went public. I guess I, I missed that somehow. Yeah, um, it was pretty quiet, actually, for, for mm. a, a quote unquote tech IPO, although I are is Blue Apron really tech? Unclear. Yeah. I mean, they're a warehouse that ships out food, so <laughs> you know, you be the judge. But um, technically, stop. have a website. Yeah. Well, I was about to say everyone. I, I you know, we have a website. It doesn't you know? That's true. Doesn't make us a tech company. <laughs> In other news, uh, looking forward to Don't Panic's IPO. <laughs> yes. When is that coming out, Colby? We'll, we'll be we'll, we're going to be a penny stock. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would take it. I w- hey, I it's got to be worth something, stock. right? It'd be a great story. Um, and uh, yeah, and I agree. And actually, I just got a HelloFresh box. Now, I, unlike you, I don't do it every I usually I do one like once a month or once every other month because um, I'm I'm mm. such a picky eater that I like wait for mm. a menu I really like. And God damn, if it wasn't the three most amazing meals I had had in a while, I was extremely happy um, mm-hmm. with what I got. So I'm curious what Amazon's take is on this. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was just going to say, like, I have, I've heard it said by many people that, like, Blue Apron has the most adventurous food. So, like, if you don't want to be eating, like, potentially vegetables that you've never heard of before, like, maybe you shouldn't get Blue Apron. Um, but I absolutely want to be eating that. And it's it great. tastes great. It all tastes great. The other thing I was so irritated about is like Blue Apron, like you only ever have to have like salt, pepper, olive oil, and then like normal pans. Butter and right. y- butter, normal stuff. Not even butter. Like they send you, they give oh, they you butter. You. Man, HelloFresh doesn't um, send me butter. I have to use my own butter. I know. Jumps. Blue Apron will send you like fancy, like, I don't know, 100% organic farm <laughs> butter or whatever. <laughs> Um, but like I was doing plain and one of the recipes was like, take out your blender. Like I don't have a blender. Why should I have to have a blender? And like the, the alternative method to the blender was like not sufficient. Um, it was like not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it worked and I did it. It didn't taste bad, but it, it was like a totally different thing. And, and I've never had that experience with blue apron. So, so I found that like to be immediately frustrating. Uh, but I don't know. So I'm I'm I was interested to see this in the news. Uh, yeah, you know, and 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 fan of the show Zachary Friss watching live on Facebook commented, you know, in Blue Apron tanking in, in the stock market makes sense now after Amazon buying Whole Foods, um, and and with these rumors circulating around, you know, a- Amazon is now of a scale of a company. We saw this. This story didn't make it into the rundown, but last week Amazon started testing a service, kind of like a Geek Squad where they'll come into your house and you pay them and they set up your Alexa and your other smart home stuff and they make it all work and teach you how to use it and they charge you a fee for that. Um, As soon as that was, it wasn't announced, as soon as it came out that they were doing it, uh, Best Buy stock went down like 6%. 
like yeah. in minutes of it coming out. So all all Amazon has to do is say, hey, we're in X market or X industry. And, you know, the same way Costco stock took a big hit when they bought Whole Foods. So that's just the the scale and size of of Amazon right. these days. Right. Like things they're the things they talk about doing affect other companies. Be afraid. Yeah, right, right. They're coming for you. Uh, it is interesting, like, so this uh, this article says that there'll be frozen meals, right? Which is, uh, well, that's possibly, it seems like kind of sort possibly a different thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, and you got to put the world's largest grain of salt on the story because they're taking it from one trademark application where you literally just have to write two sentences to describe what the trademark relates to. And they write them <laughs> in, in these legal ways that make them so broad that right. they cover it a lot. So so it could be frozen. It could be not frozen. It could be prepared. It could not be prepared. It could be this. It could be, you know. So I, I, I agree with you. I think... But again, you have to remember, Amazon has such a scale that they could do frozen and prepared. They could they could do a lot of different stuff. Um, they, could, they could also probably like lose some money on it. Oh, and make totally. It, you know, undercut whoever. Oh, for sure. No, no, no. They'll they'll find a way to make some money on it at some point in the process. And the and the beauty of Amazon is that they have the the scale at, at every point in the process where frozen is something you can do in one location and ship all over the place because it's frozen mm. and fresh you kind of have to do somewhat locally they can do both right i mean they they're they're of a scale and a flexibility where they they can pick and play and and frankly i can't think i can think of a lot of blue apron type companies i can't think of any that i'm aware of that do frozen mm, meals i don't think so like high quality yeah. semi custom Right, right. Frozen meals. Didn't Tom Brady have his own meal service that, that was like the Tom probably. Brady diet or whatever? A lot of avocado ice cream. Um, yeah, yeah. It was like exclusively vegetables or whatever crazy thing. But you, but you can be like yeah. Tom Brady. Right. A if skinny white it, guy. You will, you will be Tom Brady. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think if I had to guess, it's probably got to be shipping that kills frozen meals. It's got to be so exp- – it's probably bad enough shipping fresh stuff. I cannot imagine – I got a cheesecake in the mail once, and the amount of dry ice that had to go into that thing, mm-hmm. it was expensive. So, But I bet Amazon could figure it out. So we'll have to we'll right. have to wait and I, see. I would be like – there's a, I, I don't know if there's a way for me to know this or not. I would be super interested to know like how Blue Apron's logistics work. Like where does the food I'm getting come from? I I have no idea. Um. Well, I know it's I I what I do know of it is that it is regional. So they have five, ten warehouses across the country in certain. I think New York City area, New Jersey, is where a lot of the Northeast these services are located. Um, I knew when I was in Houston and I was getting HelloFresh, they had a Texas distribution center. So ah. you know, the, mm. <laughs> so you know, and distribution is the hardest part of the business. Um, frankly, the, the, you know, figuring out recipes, not that hard. Um, you got to figure out how to buy and ship all this stuff. So, right. Where, <laughs> which is not hard for Amazon to do either. I suppose that's literally all they do. That oh, is right. their business. But again, can you imagine, right? You're a prime subscriber and Amazon says we have this new thing, Amazon meals. And as a prime subscriber, you get a month worth of free meals to try. Well, fuck, everybody's going to try it. And then all of a sudden, yeah. everyone else is out of business. Like, it's it's evil and monopolistic, but also kind of genius and awesome. 
Yeah, right. Or or like their their meals, their service is like half the price because it doesn't cost them any particular like it costs them no more to ship it or or it's half the price if you have prime or something like oh, that. Oh, totally. Right? And, and again, it's it's all about economies of scale, right? Because if you own Whole Foods and you're buying, you know, eight trillion pounds of tomatoes in a year, you're going to pay less than Blue Apron, who buys a fraction of a fraction. That's why Walmart gets stuff so cheap. Mm-hmm. Sigh. I know. Hey, if the food's good, I frankly, I don't really care who it comes from. So, yeah, I guess I only care in that I like Blue Apron. Like they've they've well, they've go, done. Go pick up some stock, Colby. It's very cheap. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's what I looked. I saw well, today. Today was when I learned that Blue Apron IPO'd at all, and I saw that it, it had gone down quite a bit. So I'm gonna wait. If it goes below five dollars, I think I'm gonna buy some. Uh, what a bargain. Um. Sweet. Well, there's that. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about the Amazon messaging app. Because I know, so, I know, Colby. Colby, you were just saying this to me the other day. You said, Sean, I don't have enough messaging apps. I need another sub-network for only some of my friends to be on. And then I have to remember which to contact them on. And I said, Colby, don't worry. Amazon is looking out for you, the customer. Um, because they're reportedly working on a messaging app called Anytime. Um, this report is based on a survey that Amazon was giving to customers about what they would think about it. So it doesn't mean they're necessarily doing it, but they're certainly thinking about it. Um, based on the survey, it appears to be an all-in-one feature-rich service um, focusing on messaging, voice and video calls, photo sharings. Um, you can app mention other users, use stickers and GIFs, and play games. It sounds an awful lot like Facebook Messenger. Um, based on what I've read of it, um, with a little bit of uh, Instagram thrown in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it would work on a variety of desktop and mobile devices, and I assume with um, Alexa and, and, and Echo and all that, which currently you can use to make uh, voice calls. Yeah. Colby, bad idea or terrible idea? <laughs> I mean, terrible, honestly. Like, how... I'm looking at this screenshot. It's like everything you've always wanted in a messaging app, like everyone's on it. No, that's just not true. Unachievable. Unachievable. Right right there. Absolutely unachievable. Unless they like buy Facebook and – well, I guess if you buy Facebook, you get a WhatsApp. So like then, then you've almost – You get all the it. apps. Right, right. Uh, I think this is the dumbest thing I ever heard. Um, not ever. They're so late to the, like people are like Google making theirs last year or whenever they did it. They were, that was late to the game. Like it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the problem with this is, is there's nothing new about it. Like right. if they came out and said, here's this new way to communicate. Nobody's thought of before. I'd be like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Like that's, I kind of like, even I even understand the idea, although I don't think anyone will do it of using Alexa and your Echo devices in your home to just say, hey, Alexa, call mom. And it, you know, I kind of get that, kind of. I don't think anyone will use it, but I get it. But like, as they're describing this, it's literally just every messaging app that already exists. And I don't know, because when I think of I like, mean, like cool messaging companies, it's, Amazon doesn't come to mind. Right. Like, maybe you can like message your Alexa from it or something. It'll do stuff in your house. Like, I could see that happening, but there's, I don't see, I also don't see any reason you couldn't do that on like everyone else's messaging app and like give people a reason to use Alexa without like spending any money. 
Actually, uh, that is a really good idea, actually. They should build a chat interface for your smart home devices where you can just, like, text yeah. your smart doorbell or your smart camera. Right. Um, and then you can tell it to do stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. my... my uh, Hell, I don't know what they're thinking, but again, it's a survey, and may- maybe the results will tell them exactly what we're saying, <laughs> and they'll never right. make it. So, you know, again, we'll we'll have to wait and see. It's it's merely speculation, which is what we deal in here on the program. Um, let's see, what else do we have in the rundown here, Colby? That's got y'all hot and bothered. Uh, hot and bothered. <laughs> New emoji. Oh, my God. I didn't see this one. New emoji. It's actually, what is it? World Emoji Week? World Emoji Day uh, was today. Oh, shit. Happy World Emoji Day, Colby. I forgot to get you a gift. Thank you. I'm so rude. I, I, I should send you one of those emoji pillows or something. <laughs> I would burn it in in, in honor. Um, As you should. So, uh, yeah. So, Apple uh, announced somewhat uh the new emoji coming to ios mac os and watch os later this year um this is part of unicode 10 standard uh which will be all throughout ios 11 and mac os high sierra um and there's uh we got some images of what it looks like here uh there's a sandwich i feel like i'm pretty sure a sandwich emoji is one of the things that i'm always like why isn't there a sandwich emoji um, when I'm looking for like the correct Venmo emojis to use for for what I'm paying someone back for, yeah, I feel like I, I'm I'm just glad that they're taking our feedback because I agree there are certain times where like you go to glaring use it. holes, but then they're also like like a piece of broccoli, mm. like I don't quite. Or like a curling a curling stone. That's probably my. <laughs> did you see that one? No. That one's fantastic. Awesome. Here I'll put it up on the screen for folks. It's literally that big rock they do in curling. <laughs> I'm gonna use that all the time. Oh, I like the the mind blown one I see here in the screenshot. That that's one's good. gonna be really popular. Mm. That one's that's gonna. A, that's important. That's a, that's a thing you can only convey with gifts right now. Uh. It's no good. But it's, it's like no the good. mermaid and the 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 lady breastfeeding. I'm gonna Are use that one. Are you looking at like a too. list of these? Yes, I'm, I'm, it's it's the second link in the rundown. There's one right next to the Verge one. Oh, oh, I see. I included them, and I these see. are, and I should know. I'll put them up on the screen here. Um, these are not the, these are like artist renderings of what they think it'll look like in iOS. So the final ones Uh-oh. may vary. I see. I see. The curling stone. That is weirdly specific. Yep. That is some, someone somewhere has a lot of pull and they, they insisted on including it. Um, Canadians or can, something. Can of canned of tomato. Oh yeah. Dumplings. Great. Dumpl- yeah. Great. Fortune cookie. Yeah. Uh, I like the brain. I don't know if I ever need to, needed to use that, but that's cool. You'll have the option. Uh-huh. Man, man in steamy room. These are funny when you mouse over them. They kind of tell you what their, what the like literal name of them is. Amazing. Old, older adult. Face vomiting. <laughs> oh, I like that one. I like the, the names are face with symbols over mouth. Crazy face. <laughs> face with symbols over mouth is good. 
that's that's a feeling I have often. Face face with monocle. These are great. Also a feeling I have often. Mm. Just kidding. Well, good. Now you'll be able to express yourself, Colby. Coming soon to a uh, to a device near you. Soon enough, I won't need pesky words anymore. No, we'll just go to a, a strictly emoji-based society. Mm. The emoji movie's coming out, Colby. They made a movie about it. Oh, I know that because it's in our movie draft. That's right. That's right. The movie draft, you have a a, a shot of, of maybe winning. Do I? Yeah. What? What? Let's totally yeah, get off I mean, the rails here. This is, this is a total tangent. So first of all, people should go to uh, go to uh, anchor.fm slash coffee and beer and listen to the audio update today mm-hmm. um, to get the full scoop. But briefly, um, Colby, you're in fifth right now. But don't get discouraged because between second place and fifth place, it's only a margin of about $50 million. It's very close. And everybody, you have two movies, Girls Trip and Valerian. Yeah. Um. Mike has Dark Tower, Sarah has the Emoji movies, and Phil is out of movies. So you, you mm. all could, depending on how those movies do, you're all in it. Wow. And Matt's lead is not that great. Right, right. Yeah, only, only. well, I guess a little more than $100, $100 million, or $150 yeah, to, million. Dollars. Yeah, for you it's 150 but I mean, if you get 50 out of Girls Trip, you only need Valerian to do 100 and that's not, mm. and he's done, um... Lord knows he scored with Wonder Woman, so mm-hmm. you're um you're you you got a legit. All of you guys really have a legitimate shot. This is going to come down to the end. We've never had one this close, I think. So yeah, <laughs> I... except for Dan. <laughs> How do you? What do you think Dan's chances look? Like? <laughs> I mean, hey, look, you know, if Dunkirk becomes the biggest movie ever, <laughs> we were we were when we were in Hawaii. I don't. We must have been like at a bar with a TV or something. And Dan was like, I'm so excited for Dunkirk. And I was like, are you like, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I could see you wanting to go see it, but I didn't know you were a big, like world war two movie buff. And he was like, no, I haven't in the movie draft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope. So I would say one way or the other, I hope to finish not in fourth or fifth in third or fourth place. Like I don't want to be dead center. Cause I've been dead center every time. Well, uh, uh, I don't. I guess I think you have a shot to do first or second, but I think I don't know. Valerian's a, a big shot, question mark. Likely, Valerian's yeah. a huge question mark because if that ends up being a, I mean, no one thought Avatar was going to be a billion dollars, and everyone yeah. went just based on the effects, right? right? So I think Valerian. I'm thinking about actually maybe going to see it, only because mm-hmm. if you don't watch it in a big screen theater. It's only it's going to look so shitty on your TV at home. Like totally. just looking at the trailer, you're like, there's no way this scales. So, totally. yeah, I I was planning on going seeing uh, War of the Planet of the Apes with someone later this week. Uh, I don't know. I might have to reconsider now that I <laughs> that now that I know it, you need uh, the help. it might be close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. We this will. Is real. Watch it all, 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 all summer long on Coffee and Beer Radio and up for debate.tv slash movies. Um, let's see. What else do we have here in the rundown? We got some Oculus headsets. We've got Disney's Westworld. We've got the end of Jawbone. Oh, Internet no. Over TV. Yeah, remember, you remember Jawbone, Colby? They I made do. those really dope Bluetooth headsets back in the day when cell mm-hmm. phones, like the, fir- like the douche ones everyone used to wear. Oh, no kidding. 
I didn't know that. I only knew them from Fitness Tracker fame. Yeah, that no, makes sense though. I, that. I wow, I never made that connection. That's crazy. Yeah, that was where they really kind of made their their first big money, and then you're right, they pivoted to health and wellness products. Um, but sadly, Jawbone is entering liquidation proceedings. The company is over. Um, the co-founder and chief executive have moved on to a new company called the Jawbone Health Hub, unrelated to the old, now defunct Jawbone, that will primarily focus on health-related products and services with many of the Jawbone employees joining him. I see. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I have one of their speaker things. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they began back in 1999 as, a, as an audio technology company. Um, and then they pivoted um, into the Bluetooth headsets and the jam box, the, the, the Jawbone jam box. Um, mm-hmm. But then they launched their first, first health tracker in 2011. And then they had product failures, production woes, financial struggle, unpaid contractors. They've raised more than $900 million over the years. Um, and boom, wow. that's it. I mean, I'm sure they're worth something, but certainly not $900 million. Health, health, health things or health tracker companies dropping like flies. They are. I still look at my Pebble and get really sad. I'm still. I'm still really bummed about that. I got. I wore my Pebble like, uh, well, for half the week, and then realized I forgot the like weirdly specific Pebble charger that you need. But it's got all like, like crusty like sunblock or something on it, and I tried to clean it off, and it like won't come off, which is mm, a huge bummer. I was planning on wearing it until it stopped working, but it looks gross, so I might have to stop wearing it before then. I sad. I have to it doesn't mine doesn't work on the charger very well. So it's another one of those you have to line it up just right and it takes me like five mm. minutes to get it to charge and it no longer gets notifications, which is like the single reason you own the device. So Oh no. Which I don't know how to fix. So yeah. I will eventually replace it. But I agree with you, it's, it'll be a sad day when that happens. Indeed. Indeed. Alas. Alas, nothing in tech lasts forever. It's true. Um, let's yeah. see. What else? How are we doing on time? Oh, we're doing we're doing fantastic. Awesome. Um, let's talk about uh, Oculus VR. I know you're a big VR guy, All Colby. Right. Virtual reality. I know you don't like well, regular reality. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes. <laughs> fair point, Sean. Fair point. What is so, oh my on? god, stop. Well, they're Bloomberg. working on making Jesus a big Christ with the autoplay videos. God damn. They're the not worst. Not for long. Not Ugh. long for this world. Get them out of here. We can technology that problem away. Uh, so, Facebook, who owns Oculus and the uh, makers of the Oculus Rift and other VR stuff, um, it is rumored that later this year the company will unveil a cheaper wireless VR device. Um, it would be priced as for as little as $200 and not need to be tethered to a PC or a phone. Um, and this would put it right between that sort of expensive high-end rig and then the cheap strap-your-phone-to-it headsets. Um, the new headset would be geared towards immersive gaming, watching video, and social networking. Um, codenamed Pacific, the device resembles a more compact version of the Rift and will be lighter than Samsung uh, Gear VR headset. Um the design and features aren't finalized and could still change, but the idea is that someone will be able to pull the headset out of their bag and watch movies on a flight just the way you can now with a phone or tablet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in- interesting things I thought of uh, based on this. So 
at the air one of the airport, the airport in Honolulu, they still still have the 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 message play about Galaxy Gear, Galaxy Note Sevens. Like you can't you can't bring this on the phone. But they also had this really funny like PA message uh, that said unattended baggage will be destroyed. Like that's what it said, um, which I've never heard worded so strongly before. That's awesome. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, I, that sounds kind of cool. Unfortunately, the, I like that. I like the idea of not having to buy a computer with my VR. Cause that's a thing that I, I personally am not going to do. Uh, but I guess, I guess we'll have to see, wait and see how, how good it is. Like, I'm, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to try it first. Like, I would be concerned that I'm going to get, like, nauseous. Uh, which is not, like, that's not the life I want to live. Um, I guess maybe you could return it. Or maybe they fixed it. Wasn't there some, some article that was like, oh, the Oculus figured something out and it's going to fix nausea for everybody? I'm sure that's not true. Wasn't that, wasn't that part of the plot of Silicon Valley this season? It was part of the plot of Silicon Valley this season. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It, it, no, Pied Piper's going to come in and fix all the problems. Mm, thank God. That, their compression. Oh, my God. Um, I know, right? Inside out. No, I think... Um, I God, I don't... I'm My brain is too scrambled on VR to understand what the hell is going on. But I will say that... It didn't really make a lot of sense to me until I saw it written that Oh, if your heart set is the is kind of like a Nintendo Switch, uh, an item you have in your bag and you pull it out when you're bored and you strap it to your face, and it's just it's like a phone, it's just an entertainment device, and yeah. uh, that that makes sense. Although I don't like the idea of like being on a plane or like sitting waiting for a plane, and having it feels weird when there are other people around, like. You know, people. I, I mean, you're just gonna get robbed, right? Like people are gonna take your shit. Oh, I would totally mess with around. people. I would go up to them yeah. and be like, "Ooh, look, you can't see me," because right. um, I'm a jerk. Can you, can you imagine the? There's gonna be so many internet memes of people just doing like rude things to 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 fools in their in like sitting in the airport with their their notes their Oculus headsets on. It's the same. It's the same reason we dumped on people with Google Glass. It looks lame, and and until it becomes socially acceptable, it's going to stay in your home. And at that point, you just buy a regular Oculus, and you can get the full power. Because basically, I'm, what I'm going to assume this two hundred dollar thing is is it's just a cheap cell phone screen, <laughs> right. just strapped to goggles, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, you know, if they convince me, they're like, "Oh, Sean, you could watch a movie on your." tv screen at home or get like a movie theater experience with a headset and it, it's only 200 dollars. yeah i'd consider buying that mm-hmm. but that's got such a limited use case because when am i really gonna use it you know i guess if the games were really i i mean i i don't know i go back and forth if, if they could make a device at a reasonable price that does a lot of the same shit it doesn't have to do all of it a lot of the same shit as the rift Mm. I'd consider it. I don't want to buy a computer. I don't want to buy a PlayStation. I don't want to buy any accessories. I just want to... It's like an iPhone. I just want to fucking buy it, and I want it to do the shit they promise it's going to do. It seems low commitment, at least, which is is nice. Exactly. 
friend friend of the show Zach Friss said that that kind of thing needs a camera so you can see what's going on in front of you. I'll I'll one up that. I think it needs a bunch of cameras that are constantly monitoring like what's happening around you so it can send you alerts when someone's when someone's being being a jerk to you. I, well, we'll just get Zach a hollow lens and he'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Clearly necessary. Yep. So, Problem solved. But God, can you can you imagine? Even if they came out with a device at two hundred dollars, that kind of sucked. They would sell so many of them. Yeah. They they those things would just for Christmas, man. Those be those would be under every tree. I'm telling you, they don't even have to be good. Right. Right. So all the other ones are either expensive, more expensive than that, right, or require a phone. Which makes them more expensive than that because phones. Right. Cost. I mean, even even if you let's say for a second you consider five hundred dollars the sort of midpoint. That's where PlayStation VR is at. But at that mm. point, you also need a PlayStation on top of it. So that's right. another. You know, you're already up to eight nine hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the I don't know what a Galaxy VR. Obviously, you need the phone. I don't know how much the headset. Oh, hundred. Uh, so so you have to have the phone and another hundred and thirty bucks for the case Ooh. to put it in. Well, yes. I would have thought it was less expensive than that, but I mean, it's just plastic. Maybe, I don't know what's right. in it. That makes it, it maybe it's got special. It, does it lenses. have lenses or something? Probably. Yeah, I would think. So I, I don't know how they could make it for 200 bucks, not have it suck unless they're taking a loss and assuming they'll make it back elsewhere. But again, this is early. This is the product they're developing. So we'll see if they, uh, we'll see if it ever actually comes out. Personally, I like the idea. We've got a uh, Katie Adams on Facebook commenting, uh, I think you should just watch TV uh, like regular and use your eyes to see around you. I mean, that's that's bold, Katie, but I it's don't see uh, right. worked well for if, decades. Right. If you're if you're just using your like naked eyes, how are they going to show you ads? I mean, like, you know, that's think, true. You got to think this think this through. In a, it is Facebook. They are looking for new, innovative ways right. to they're doing us show. a service. Oh, my God. VR ads. Oh, <laughs> Can you I'm, can can you imagine right? Because you know how watching TV and VR is going to be. Is it's just going to be a big square in front of you, which is fine. It's going to seem really big. But then you're watching a commercial comes up, and then like a fucking Toyota Corolla just drives in front of the screen, and they're like, "Oh, check it out!" You're like, there's no. going to be like like a person is going to walk into the room and sit down next to you, or like walk in front of you and be like, "Hey, nice to meet you." And oh god, we're it's, doomed. This is we're it, doomed. It's Minority Report all over again, man. We're yeah. fucked. God damn. Ugh. All right, let's we, we got to move on. <laughs> no more of this. No more of this. Only good stories. Um <laughs> we have time to briefly talk about one more thing. I want to talk about this um new Disney hotel, which I know is very loose technology connection, but I still think it could be a fun story. Disney announced uh at their D23 Expo this past week um that they as part of their new Star Wars land at uh, at Disney World, that they are coming out with an immersive themed hotel set in the Star Wars universe that will be connected to the new Star Wars land. Um, it would be a hotel designed to look like a massive starship. 
um, with views of outer space from every window. Um, it would be an area where guests could have actual interactive experiences as part of a narrative storyline. Sound familiar? Uh, it will invite you. Murder mystery train. Guests <laughs> guests wouldn't wear flip flops and shorts. They'd actually wear Star Wars. You'd be expected to wear a costume staying there. You wouldn't deal with hotel employees. You'd interact with Star Wars creatures and droids. And over the course of your stay, a story would unfold around them through a series of story moments and interactions, letting them fall completely into a fictional world. Oh. Uh, so, I don't know if... I think you know this about me, Sean, but maybe, maybe our listeners don't. I've never been to, like, a Disney thing. Uh, I don't particularly care for roller coasters. Um, but, like... Unfortunately, I feel like this could be the thing that gets me to do like either of those, which is ugh, really irritating. Um, but I mean, we'll see how it turns out. But like, that sounds cool. That sounds too cool to say no to. We're, we're like, definitely booking a, a company trip to. Right, right. Don't don't panic, Star Wars. Um, I uh, you can't not at that point. So although. I will warn you, an early survey conducted by Disney floated a cost of about $1,000 for two nights. So <laughs> certainly not cheap. Well, I'll start saving now in, in like 10 years or whenever this is done. We'll be good to go. <laughs> That's right. By then I'll we'll be add, on... I'll, yeah, I'll add a goal in simple. It'll be like a dollar a day or something. I don't know how math works. <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about that. No, I think I think it's a, a neat idea. I'm kind of curious because, you know, they now have the, the magic bands with the RFID chips. They've got a lot of technology in the parks now, so I'm really curious if they could uh, if they could make it work. But, yes, I think the Westworld parallels are... Oh, yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> except, except it's R2-D2. <clears throat> yeah, R2-D2. Now, is, it, is the idea... I didn't really read this article. Is the idea like would you stay in the hotel the whole time? Would you have to like leave and go to like the Disney parks or something, or would you just be like in this thing? I think the reason they say a thousand dollars for two nights is that for those just those two nights, you stay in the hotel and in the Star Wars part of the park. Oh, okay. And then you can go, and then you'd probably spend the rest of the time at a different hotel on the Disney property. Right. So it's kind of like like a like like a murder mystery cruise or something like that where you're kind of in right. the story for a little while. Right. Darn. Well, if they do it, they they got me, I think. So. I mean, look, they're going to make so much fucking money, man. I'm the, the what a great idea. And there's talk that they may do more experiences like this. I'm surprised they haven't thought of it yet. Yeah. Well, I feel like one would think they they must have thought of it. Well, I know I read. I find, by the way, I should just mention. Uh, I find theme parks fascinating, so I study them in my off time. Um, I did read an article that uh, apparently this must have been ten or fifteen years ago. They did float an idea of you know they had the uh, the Tower of Terror haunted hotel ride, um, and there was a rumor floating that they were going to do a haunted themed hotel connected to it. So it's not the idea isn't new. Um, but they're actually pulling the trigger on it this time. So cool. we'll see how that goes. I'll make sure we're on the uh, the, the invite list, Colby. <laughs> All right. 
Sign us up early. It's a deal. All right. We are going to move along to picks. Um, and we've got some stuff here um, from the two of us. I will jump in and go first because mine is somewhat quick. Actually, I'll do I'll – because do, Dan's not here. I'll throw in a bonus pick. How's that? Um, because I don't <laughs> as, like to, As if Dan being here would have stopped you from, from never throwing has. this bonus. Never has. No, um, be, only because it's a book I haven't finished. So maybe it ends terribly, mm. but I don't know. But anyway, I'm in the middle of reading. Uh, it's a new book. It's called The One Device. Um, and I'm going to pull it up here on Amazon so people can see it, which is uh, it's a brand new book by Bryant Merchant. It's the history of the iPhone um, at, uh, as part of its 10 year anniversary. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because it's not just like the story of how Apple developed the phone, but it's literally, cause how do you fill a book with that? But it, it's a thick book and it goes into everything from the history of multi-touch and touch interaction and devices to oh. the minerals that make your phone. Where do those come from? And by the way, you will be so depressed about owning an iPhone after you read about the mines where children as young as eight pull out rare earth metals it's incredibly depressing that being said an enjoyable book and an interesting read i will say it's a little overwritten i feel like an editor could have trimmed like 50 pages off of it um so it's it's a bit of it's a bit of a heavy read but it is enjoyable i have learned a lot i haven't finished it yet but there's your bonus pick the one device um the secret history of the iphone the link will be on the website for my actual pick this week uh, I picked a Twitter account, which we haven't done in a while, but this mm. is like right up my alley, and it's so bizarre that it just makes me laugh. It's uh, I think I saw this it's recently. Dark stock photos. <laughs> it's been going around. Um, <laughs> the account is at Dark Stock Photos, and I'll put it up here on the screen for the video viewers. It's literally just they go to like Shutterstock and these websites and find really like photos that without the story behind them are really disturbing. Like here's a picture of a child crying, holding a gun or like a woman writing help in blood on a mirror and a woman <laughs> holding a gun and a goldfish, <laughs> you know, or like the creepy guy I, with so, his hand in his pants. So I didn't realize that these were like things they got from other websites. I thought they were like, I don't know, just like goof pictures that oh. they made and put and put, uh, like you know, watermarks on that. That makes it even funnier. Oh yeah, no, you can really go buy these. That's so. And someone thought, hey, we should take this picture because someone will want to buy it. You know, a guy smiling, <laughs> oh, holding a, a guy licking a dog. Just really, so, just bizarre. And it always, it always makes me laugh when they come up in my feed because the fic- photo just suddenly comes up, and you're like, what the hell? You're like, oh, these are very disturbing. So anyway, at dark stock photos, it's just a fun goofy thing to to show up in your feed and it's always like just try to imagine the what you could possibly need a photo like that you know like the guy floating face down in a pool with a glass of wine sitting on the edge like what is that supposed to imply (laughs) oh gosh but anyway you can go followed check that out follow that on the twitters Um, indeed colby what do you have oh this is exciting i may actually go use this what what do you have for Mm. us so uh, in Hawaii, we did some hiking, and uh, my pick is alltrails.com, which is like a – I guess you could call it like Foursquare for like hiking – hikes and trails and things. Uh, so it has like reviews. The nice thing about it is like sometimes uh, like recent weather af- can affect like 
you know, the conditions of a, of a given hike. So it was nice for that because, like, you can go and see the reviews in chronological order. So you can see if someone posted a review yesterday and was like, oh, my God, there's, like, water everywhere and, like, I don't know, like, part of the path collapsed that so you won't be able to go through. Uh, useful for stuff like that. Uh, they also have, like, a phone app, and if you, like – if you cough up like 30 bucks for a one year subscription, it lets you like download the, 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 um, like trails, like GPS maps of the trails. Um, which is helpful because GPS on your phone doesn't require cell signal. So if you have the map downloaded, uh, you can see like where you are, uh, and GPS often works when, when your cell, like cell reception doesn't, uh, because they're like satellites in the sky, not, not towers. Um, so, so we ended up using that and it was, it was pretty useful, uh, in that we knew where we were and when we decided to like cut our hike short, we knew, uh, (laughs) like which way to go. Um, so yeah, if you're going on vacation, going on a hike, or if you're like into hiking, you can also do things like you can do in, in apps like Strava where you like record it and it like follows where you go and stuff. I didn't, I, I haven't used that. Um, that wasn't a thing I was particularly interested in. I mostly just wanted the, the map of, of where we were going, but it was pretty cool. This is, this is great. I've been playing around with this. This is, uh, the tech on the site is very slick. I find a lot Mm. of, when you look up like nature trail stuff, they're not the most tech savvy people, which is fine. you know, not judging them, but, uh, I think it's, uh, this seems to work pretty well. Yeah. It's cool. You get like the, the like there are different like map layers beyond like your regular, obviously like a a normal street map wouldn't be particularly useful when you're in the, in the woods. So, so like you can see like the topological maps that you see the elevations and stuff, which is like useful if you're, you're hiking through the Hills, like for finding, uh, I don't know, just like figuring out where you are based on, uh, on the geography. Uh, it's pretty cool. It seems like a fair number of people use it, which is is helpful for reviews and things. Yeah, this is fantastic. Um, I'm definitely going to give this a shot. Uh, I will say, Colby, just on a, on a... And by the way, uh, links to all the picks will be on the website, dopec.io, when the show goes up. Um, I will say that um, I was thinking... Cause I did not get a summer vacation this year. I, didn't go anywhere. I moved. That was my summer vacation. What a thrill for me. So I was thinking about taking a weekend and renting a yurt. Have you ever rented a yurt, Colby? No. <laughs> no, apparently in some of the Massachusetts state parks, they have uh, yurts you can rent. <laughs> okay. But I'm not sure if that's a good idea or not. Mm. I mean, how bad could it be, right, for like one night or two nights? Like, I would hope not bad. Here, let me see if I can... They've got information on the website. Let me see if I can pull up a page. So they have these nice little yurts that are, um, they're just these little round looking cabins and they've got beds in them and it's, you know, somewhat legit. So I'll, I'll have to see uh, if, I, if there are any good trails near there that I could, because mm. uh, I will not sleep in a tent. I am an adult. <laughs> Hashtag yurt life. Ha- yeah, li- living it up in the yurt. How do you spell yurt? Is it Y-U-R-T? That's right. Nice. Nice. So check that out. Uh, super. Super duper. This is great. This is great. This is, once again, proving we don't need Dan. He's just dragging us down. Good thing he fell into that <laughs> volcano by accident. Right. 
Hawaii can keep him. <laughs> I'm sure Dan would probably agree. <laughs> um, no, this was fantastic. This is uh, always uh, any anything you'd like to say to the folks at home before we go away for the night. I don't think so. I'm tired. I agree. So we'll end it there. Uh, I want to remind everybody, of course, our website, don'tpanic.io, is fantastic. Um, and you should go there. It's going to really blow up when we go public. Uh, and it's got all the past episodes, including this one, the audio, the video. <laughs> oh, my we, God. We, we have got some toggles. work to do before we go public. No, stop. <laughs> we're, we're, people love us. Um, oh, yeah. So it's, it's great. And so go to the website, don'tpanic.io, all the episodes. You can also um, get information on how to subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and all the major podcasting apps. The video version on YouTube at youtube.com slash don'tpanicshow. It looks great, and you can see all the things we're doing while we're doing it. Um, Monday nights, we do this show roughly 10 p.m., 10.30 p.m. Eastern um, at facebook.com slash don'tpanicshow. Go like the page so you find out when we're live. Um, and lastly, on Twitter, at Don't Panic Show. That is it. We will be back next Monday with what I'm assuming will be Dan and Colby and myself, and we'll be here talking more technology news. But until then, on behalf of all of us, thank you so much for joining us. Hope you had as good of a time as we did, and we will see you next time for more great tech news here on Don't Panic.